Welcome to the Styano Plastic Surgery Podcast with plastic surgeon JJ Styano, the only plastic surgeon in the UK who owns a clinic specializing in breast and body contouring. Good evening. I'm live now. Sorry, it's late. I uh, running a bit late tonight. I hope this. I hope this is working. This uh, this because it didn't plug in very well. But I hope the audio is working. I can't really put a message up. Is the audio? Is oh, the audio work? One there. Is the audio working? I say that. Oh, I can't. I'm not on the other. Is the audio working? Is the audio working? I'll just bat battle on and assume that the audio is working. Um, so, oh, big one tonight. Uh, talking about the French. Um, yes, good. Okay, thanks, Sharon. Um, hi, Jake. Thanks. Yeah. So, uh, the, the the big big news is the French thing. The French. Authorities have were, have withdrawn some breast implants. That's big news in um, plastic surgery world. Whether it's a big news in the world out there, I don't know. Um, but the French have withdrawn textured silicone and polyurethane foam coated implants because of the um, association with. Uh, ALCL, which is a type of cancer that's associated with breast implants, well, with those types of breast implants. Um, so that is uh, uh, something that a lot of people are talking about. Um, rightly or wrongly, I um, sent an email. What's that? Sent an, e sent an email out to <laughs> um, to all my patients and told them about this I, I did have a bit of angst about it whether i should do that because i don't want to worry people because basically the bottom line is the advice is we shouldn't there's nothing to be done um even in france where they've banned the implants they're not suggesting the implants need to be removed or anything like that and the rest of the world haven't uh, withdrawn the implants so the rest of the world is still using the implants um and so the there is nothing to be done so, so the only reason I emailed people was so that they knew, I thought getting it from a sort of reputable source would be good. And, um, but I don't want to sort of, I've had quite a lot of um, replies back with people who are concerned and obviously because it sounds bad. But, um, <clears throat> and I've said to everybody that they can come back to clinic um, because if you're worried, then they always say um, the the advice is to you know always get things checked out if you're worried. But uh, ALCL, which is the reason these implants have been banned, is diagnosed by having um, a lump or a swelling in the breast, and that is something that um, that um, people will know themselves. So patients will come. Does it look like that thing's growing out of my head? <laughs> Should I go to the side of it? Um, so that is something that you will know yourself if you um, 
Uh, I could have set this up better, couldn't I? I could have had one of those operating lights in the background. Oh well. Um, so there is. So you are absolutely more than welcome to come back to clinic and uh, um, have get checked over. But the advice is, there's nothing needs to be done. And uh, the advice would have been that you should come back to clinic and get checked over if you're worried anyway. Um, if this wasn't uh, announced now, the thing about it is. Uh, I uh, would have to see how it pans out with the rest of the world, but um, ALCL has been a bit of a funny, funny thing, and we've spoken about it for a, for a while now. It's been going for a few years, and it's all a bit odd because um, the first thing to say about it is very rare. Uh, the other thing to say about it is quite a recent thing, and. Um, implants, these texture implants, have been around for a long time. So you think if it's um, if it's been a thing, then why is it only just coming now? Why have there not been cases in the past? And it may be that we've got different ways of looking about uh, looking at it, and it may be that a lot of cases didn't cause any problems. Um, it's a cancer of the capsule. It's not a cancer of the breast. So it's not breast cancer. It's a cancer of the capsule. And we never used to send away the capsule when we did capsulectomies. We used to just throw them away. Um, so it might have been there and we wouldn't know about it, but if it didn't cause any harm, does that matter? That's the problem. It, it, there are some uh, cases of death from ALCL, but they're very, very rare. And most cases are actually cured by removing the cancer, uh, capsule, uh, removing the capsule. So um, it is a curable uh, disease and it's difficult because it's a bit like, um, it's a bit like, is it like this or not? It's a bit like, let, you know, it, let's say you invented um, the train, invented the train and then you invented the car and then loads of people died in the car or not even loads of people, some people died in the car and you thought well, cars were not safe. We're going to outlaw cars and just have trains because they're safer. Um, you could say that, that if, if a country did that, you could say that that country was being um, uh, looking after its 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 uh, population because it's saving them from dying in cars. But there were good things about cars. You know, the reason that they went from trains to cars. I think they didn't, they didn't go that way around, did they? I think cars were probably four trains, but let's just say they did. Let's just say trains were invented first. Um, the reason they went from trains to cars is because it's good things about cars. And so to deny people cars is not necessarily a good thing. You should talk to people about the risks of driving in cars and let them decide. Anyway, I'm not sure. If maybe I should have thought that analogy through a bit more, but maybe that, but basically the problem is that and again, we, the, the, the messages are not that clear because it used to be that they said that there were no cases of ALCL, pure ALCL with people with smooth implants in. So smooth implants are not affected in this the French thing. It's only textured silicone and um, polyurethane. Now, patients of mine who are contacting me and Laura, Laura is saying, um, I've got Nagel over the muscle implants in and I'm wondering should I be concerned or will it be okay. I use a uh, Nagel, uh, assuming they're Nagel in Playo. Um, most people in this country use textured implants, and the vast majority of the implants that I 
have used, and to be honest with you, still use, are textured implants and polyurethane implants. So are the implants that they, they ban in France. And um, you might say, why don't I just go to smooth implants? And some surgeons have gone to smooth implants, and maybe some patients will start asking for smooth implants. In fact, some have already. Um, and that's fine if you want a smooth implant, because they say there's no cases of smooth implants um, developing ALCL, although I did hear from one of the implant manufacturers um, last week, or was it this week, that there was a case, but I haven't really had a chance, well, I haven't, I haven't really found that, I haven't really found that, um, uh, verified that, but so there might, if there is a case with smooth implants, and that puts the, uh, that puts a bit of a spoke in that one, but um, they were saying that there's no cases of ALCL with people with smooth implants. You might say, well, I have a smooth implant then, which is fine, and you can have a smooth implant, and that's fine if you want a smooth implant. The, the problem is, and the reason why I think a lot of plastic surgeons were um, a bit like, oh, is because smooth implants were the first type of implants. When they first made implants, they made them smooth. They like the train. Well, not only the train wasn't the first thing, but let's just, you know, it's the first uh generation they call it the first of it and then they made refinements in it by making the texturing by making the polyurethane things like that to improve them and so we thought they were improving them and the texturing helps the tissues help stops the implants from moving basically smooth implants move about all over the place so basically you can't have teardrop if you want teardrop forget it you can't get a smooth teardrop implant because it would just wobble about all over the place uh and capsular contracture the scar tissue from around the implant is uh, increased in smooth implants so and that might need another operation which has got risks associated with it so I'm not sure whether you know the, whether you can say it's safe for what they're doing by, by withdrawing those implants because you're potentially making all their patients have smooth implants which could potentially have problems of their own if, the, if you need reoperation sooner than you would if you have a textured or a polyurethane implant so um, I follow the view of ISAPS, the International Society of Aesthetic Plastic Surgeons, and I think that um, it's about talking to patients, empowering patients, that's something I've always been about, for, you know, a long time now, so I wrote my book, where is it, I've got a copy of it, but anyway, um, never accept a lift from strangers, available from Amazon, Amazon, or never accept a lift from strangers.com, um, free, if you get it from my website, pay for it, on Amazon. Um, Anyway, so yeah, it's all about empowering patients. The same thing about botched surgery and dodgy surgeons and all this. It's about empowering patients and giving patients the information so they can make an informed decision about whether they have cosmetic surgery at all. Because all these people say, oh, people shouldn't be having cosmetic surgery. It's terrible and it's all evil and it's all wrong and you should be doing something better. But, um, you know, it does improve quality of life. And breast implants do improve quality of life and they make people feel a lot better about themselves and there are good things about them. Um, but they have risks and ALCL is there but it's so very small there are other risks you can get infected you can get rippling you can get malposition you can get displacement seroma there's all sorts of risks you can get with breast implants and you have to balance the risks against the benefits and so um, ALCL is a risk and uh, that is why they reduce remove them uh, from the um, from America but uh, from France but uh, to put it in perspective, the risk is so small, and I think the problem comes when you get this in, the, the worry that I've got is if the media take it, and then people think, I've had loads of people emailing me and 
contacting me saying, I'm worried about my implants. Have I got these implants in? And I'm like, yeah, you got those implants in. Yeah, if you've got polyurethane, if you've got, pretty much, if you've got me, I mean, I'm, I have put some, hardly any smooth, you know, they're going to be those implants. They're going to be textured implants. They're going to be polyurethane implants. Those are the implants I have used before, but I don't still use, although I'll talk about patients, to patients about ALC, I've never talked about it before. Um, so you have, you might well have those implants, just like Laura's got Nagel, which are probably uh, textured because oh, I mean someone said to me earlier about um, well they asked about be, be light and, and men and uh, mentor now be light are textured silicone implants so be light are affected they would they they won't be able to use them in France mentor just like um, Laura who's saying I've got Nagel mentor are a company that make smooth implants as well as um, textured implants. So just by saying mentor doesn't necessarily mean you've got one of the, the affected implants. You could have a mentor smooth implant. You could have a Polytech smooth implant or a um, Nagel smooth implant. So it, mentor is the, is the make. So um, they do make smooth implants. But in this country, we have used majority of the um, surgeons use textured implants. Um, so a lot of people will have these implants in. But the advice in France, and even when they banned them, and certainly in this country, is you don't need to do anything. You don't need to change your implants. You don't need to worry. Um, ALCL is extremely small. The risk of ALCL is extremely small. And um, if, it, if you do get ALCL, it presents as a lump or a swelling. So if you get a lump or a swelling in your breast, you have to go back to your surgeon, which is what we would have said to you anyway. If you get a lump in your breast or swelling in your breast, you should go back to get checked out by your surgeon. Uh, but if you haven't got any symptoms, obviously you can come back to clinic if you're worried. Come back and we'll we'll um, we'll see what you know talk to you and examine you. But um, you don't need to worry if you're asymptomatic and you have implants in. There's absolutely nothing to worry about. Um, although I understand it is a worry when you hear, "Oh my God, they've banned these implants." Um, yeah, to put it in perspective, the uh, risk of ALCL. It's a funny one because, as I say, it has just come recently and. And it does it does make me wonder. It's a bit like few, you know, a bit like things like um, um, DCIS, which is like a type of cancer in the breast. It's a type of it's like early breast cancer. It's pre-invasive breast cancer. And one of the problems is that we are getting so much better at diagnosing uh, DCIS. Things like that. our scans are so much better. They pick up little bits of calcification. Uh, that we can target that and biopsy that so much more accurately that we're actually diagnosing a lot more DCIS now. Um, the problem is we don't know what would have happened to that DCIS if we hadn't diagnosed it. And it may well be that a lot of people would have had that DCIS, would have lived a long and happy life and died of something else, and we'd have never known. But now we've got these techniques to diagnose it, we're diagnosing all over the place, and we think, oh my God, there's always DCIS. And we can't do a study now where we randomize. I mean, the idea when you do medicine, if you want to know what happens, you do a randomized controlled trial, which means you get a group of people with a, with a problem and you randomize it. You randomly say, look, I'm going to treat you and I'm not going to treat you. Or better still, I'm going to treat you and I'm going to pretend to treat you. So you think you're being treated to take out the placebo response. So, you know, you have this bit difficult with surgery, but you, know, you have this tablet. You both have a tablet, which looks the same, tastes the same, but one's got the active drug in it and one hasn't. You know, and, and you randomize people that. You can't do that with DCIS. You can't say you've got a precancerous condition of your breast 
will you go in a trial where we randomize you to having treatment versus no treatment? Because we want to see if it, if it gets worse and kills you or if it doesn't, or if it, you, if it doesn't cause you any bother. You're not going to say, yeah, of course. Just see if it gets worse and, and, and harms me, are you? You're going to say, flip that, get it out. I don't want a blinking trial. So we can't do the trial. So we don't know. So it's a bit like that. You know, it might be that we're diagnosing it better. We're sending out all these uh, capsules now when we do capsulectomies. And they might be finding the uh, ALCL. We think, oh, my God, ALCL is all over the place. It's all terrible. It might have always been there. I don't, you know, because we didn't send the capsules. Um, we often went a bit there. So basically, I, I you know, I, I don't know. I don't think anyone knows. It's, 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 a, it's a definite worry. Um, it's a definite worry, and you need to be aware of it, and you need to make a decision as to whether you're going to um, have implants at all. Um, and if you are, whether you can have smooth ones or textured ones. But, um, yeah, textured ones are... Um, are oh, God, I've got, I've got... Oh, my God, I haven't seen any of these comments. Sorry. <laughs> I'm on a different thing. Oh God, I've got to scroll. Sorry. Oh dear. Um, I was going to say something. I'll make my point. What's my point going to be? Um, about textured implants. Yeah, I mean, there's pros and cons, basically. Oh yeah, so the risk of it is very rare. Did you see that? Um, there's a study about the, uh, I've got on my blog, just got a blog about this. But I did a blog about AC, ALCL. I think I looked at it, it was like, was it 18 months, two years ago? It was eight, a while ago, I think I did a blog about ALCL. Um, well, my, I freeze. But ALCL, the risk of dying from ALCL is so small. It's like drinking, was it a bottle of wine or no, going to New York for two days or going skiing for a week. The risk of those things was twice, each of those was twice the risk of dying from ALCL. But you'd have no qualms at going to New York for two days, would you? But your risk of dying, if you go to New York for two days, is double the risk of dying if you have textured breast implants for life. Similarly, going skiing for a week. If I said to you, look, you know, if you're skiing, you could die, you'd be like, yeah, but I probably won't, but yeah. It's like, you know, you can go and drive on the motorway, you could die. I don't know if that's helpful or not, but anyway, it is a very rare thing, is, is the point. Sorry, Laura, sorry, because I, are these with all textured implants or just the company in question who have taken them off the market? Right, Rebecca, what you're going in there, Rebecca, is a, while, a little while ago, Allegan didn't renew their CE mark. So that's one company didn't renew their CE mark. I think because of ALCL, it wasn't, it wasn't clear. But that was a while ago. And that was happened in this country, Rebecca. This, what's just happened now, is the French, and this is a French, not us, have just withdrawn all textured implants. And well, polyurethane is only made by one company, but all textured implants. So it's not just the company in question. It's all textured implants in France, not in the UK, in France. In the UK, we're, we're still using them and all that. And we, to be honest with you, in the UK, nothing changed. We tell it because we, we were already telling people about ALCL. Ellie, this isn't for me to worry about, is it? I hope you're all okay. I'm fine, Ellie. It's not for you. It's not for you to worry about, Ellie. But I think you have got textured silicone implants. But it's not. Don't worry about it. Um, I know it sounds bad, but you, you know, don't worry about it. We're still putting them in. It's fine to put them in. They're good implants. There's a very rare cancer associated to them, which is extremely rare, one in 30,000, 50,000, depending on the, the, the um, figures you look at. And it's very curable. Breast cancer is one in eight, and it's not very curable. So it's very curable. Is it, Rebecca, is this more likely to happen after a 10-year period? Rebecca, I think the sort of mean time for it happening is about eight years. 
So it happens about eight years, ALCL this is. So yeah, even after a 10 year period, you've got to look out. You've got to, it happens some years after having the implants in. Laura, nagel and player, so they are texted silicone implants. So that is the type that has been banned in France. But don't worry about it because we're okay with it. Can I, oh dear, Laura's asking the price for implant removal, please. Oh God. I don't know, Laura, I think it's, um, I think it's between three and four thousand pounds. I don't know, Laura. Can I email? Can you put your email, Laura, or can you email us and we'll email you a thing which tell you the price of, of uh, implant removal? Samantha, what is your advice now? Do you favour smooth over texting now? No, Samantha, I don't. We've known about ALCL for a couple of years, Samantha, and um, I have told people that every time someone comes to the clinic and talks about implants, I send them an email which says about ALCL and there's no cases of smooth implants. Um, but I still, and even now, I don't particularly think it's, well, shouldn't impose my, well, you know, my view is I, I, I don't particularly think, you know, I think textured implants are better than smooth implants. I think they've got benefits, you know, but I think, uh, I kind of, if someone comes and says, look, I don't want that ALCL thing, I want those smooth ones, give me those smooth ones, I'm like, fine, you know, the smooth ones, no problem at all, I've got no problem using smooth ones, I've never had a problem using smooth ones, I just don't think they're as good as textured, because they're more likely to cause problems. I mean, you might argue ALCL can cause problems, uh, texture can cause problems, but as I say, it's a balancing the risks. So uh, my advice now is the same as it has been the last few years, which is there is a type of very rare cancer associated with textured implants, but it's very rare and it's curable. And it's um, and these are good things about textured implants. Tracy, after hearing all this, I'm still going for textured B-lights. Absolutely do not want smooth implants. I've had DCISS and Paget's disease with a nipple and I'm still happy to go with the textured implants. But there you go, Tracy. I think I, I agree. I mean, I think it's not like there's an option which is um, better in every way. The option's got got its own problems, you know, smooth implants have got their own problems, but as I say, people might go with that. Laura, can I ask how much it is, please get my implants out, please, and how would I go about this? <laughs> Laura, you've already asked, did I missed it last time. Um, yeah, sorry, Laura. It's not that bad, Laura, it's not that, well, if you want your implants out, Laura, fine, you can have your implants out. I don't, I don't want to sort of, um, uh, you know, that's fine, and, and I understand that. Peace of mind, you might say, that's it, I've had enough. But you have to accept the lock, lots of, lock of, lots of volume and loss of shape. But um, yeah, that isn't that is an option. Uh, I trust you. Thanks, Ellie. Thank you. I had an appointment to you in June. I'm glad these are surgeons like you out there to advise people. Oh, that's, that's Rebecca. That's um, so yeah, that is the French thing. I accept it's a worry and I accept that it's a concern, but we have known about it for a couple of years. It's been a thing for a couple of years, and the rest of the world has not withdrawn these implants. The rest of the world has said it's okay. If we thought that there was a problem, we would have withdrawn them. We, they are okay. There's nothing to be done if you've got them in, um, except keep an eye on your breasts, which you should keep an eye on your breasts anyway, because breast cancer is so common and so much more common than this. So you should keep an eye on your breasts for lumps and bumps, whether or not you've got implants in, to be honest with you. So it's important to keep an eye on things anyway. So, sorry about missing all those comments. God, that's good, isn't it? Um, so that's ALCL and that thing, uh, and the breast implant thing. If you've got any questions, please feel free to ask, and uh, hope that's explained it. Um, 
I had a question about contraceptive pill and surgery. This is one of those ones. I need a disclaimer. I need my old thing with a disclaimer, you know, with oh, quite a comment, I suppose. You know, my banner down the bottom. I've got my banner. Um, this is my opinion. Well, yeah, it is my opinion. And, well, basically, the thing about breast and uh, uh, oh, contraceptive pill, the thing about the contraceptive pill and surgery is that the contraceptive pill um, uh, can increase your risk of DVT, clots in your legs, which you can fly up into lungs, DVT, PE. Again, look at all these bad things that can happen. That's another bad thing that can happen. That's any surgery can cause that and kill you. Well, I'm not selling surgery very well here, am I? But it can. You know, DVTs are bad. Um, and that is a thing. Again, very rare, but it's a thing that can happen. DVTs and PE. And as contraceptive pill makes you increased risk of having a DVT. Um, so that's the reason that some people will tell you, tell you to stop contraceptive pill. I don't, but it's very much surgeon specific as to whether they tell you to stop the contraceptive pill or not. If they, if you, if you are advised to stop the contraceptive pill, it's normally like about six weeks before you're up, and you have to obviously take on uh, alternative contraception because again, when you look at the figures of, you know, this is it's a numbers game. It's all a numbers game. Risk of risk of um, risk risk. Balancing risk. You know, when you look at the figures, if you take a million people and you tell a million of them to stop the contraceptive pill and a million of them not to stop the contraceptive pill, some in the million that you don't stop the contraceptive pill will get a DVT, which you could turn into a PE and die. Maybe, maybe, I don't know what the rates are. But then some who you do tell to stop the contraceptive pill are going to have an unwanted pregnancy and then may go and have a termination of the pregnancy and die under the anesthetic for that, you know, cause, or cause some kind of morbidity. Maybe I shouldn't say die. Okay, have a have a have a bad thing happen from stopping the contraceptive pill, and you can have a bad thing happen from. So it's a it's a balance of risks. You all right? Yeah. I don't know if I'm doing very well here with the um, balance of risks, but anyway, um, but basically the bottom you understand the, the concept. There's bad things that can happen with everything, and uh, you have to balance those risks. So the thing about the contraceptive pill, I don't tell people to stop the contraceptive pill because most of the surgery um, that we do is pretty short surgery. If you're having a big surgery, then that is maybe increasing your risk of DVT, so you, that might turn the balance. And there are several things we do to stop DVTs in everybody. This isn't just people on the contraceptive pill. We put stockings on your um, legs. We put Voltron boots on you, uh, which are sort of things that could inflate your calves or sort of compress your calves during surgery and we have them onto your mobile, we give you um, injections to you know, thin your blood and things like that. And the best thing you can do to stop a DVT is to walk. So the best thing you can do is early mobilization, get you up and walking as soon as possible. That's the best thing you can do, so it's really, really important to get you up and mobilizing as soon as possible. And personally, I don't tend to stop the contraceptive pill before surgery, but again, it's up to the surgeon. And if you do, as I say, you have to have um, alternative contraception. Oh my God, I've got some comments I've missed. Caroline's not worried, nor am I, Caroline. Thank you for not being worried. I, you know, it's, I, th I think you've got to, you know, you've got to balance the, the risks of these things. And it's like someone saying, oh my God, cars can kill you. God, let's get rid of them. They're terrible, these cars, things, they can kill you. How much do you charge to take out and put big ones in, Helen? That's what we want. That's a sort of that's a spirit, Helen. That's a, oh God, there's my um, Helen. I don't know what money side of thing is, um, but you can email me and I'll tell you. Not that I not want to say. I, well, I tell you now. I'll give you an uh, the the um, exchange of implants is two prices because. Depends on whether you have a capsulectomy or not. Capsulectomy is that hard to scar tissue, and 
think I'm going to say, because it depends on what implants you have put in, about, it's about 5,500, I think, to have them changed and put big, well, it doesn't matter what size, doesn't matter. If you have a capsulectomy, it's more than that. I don't know how much a capsulectomy and change of implants in. It's probably, I don't know, most more than that. Um, maybe a couple of thousand, I don't know actually. But email us, Helen, and I'll uh, or put a new email in the comment or email me info at stanoplasticsurgery.co.uk and I'll, um, I'll tell you the answer to that. Or we will give you, a, we've got an email about that with all the prices. Is that the same with HRT? Uh, yes, Sharon, HRT is, yeah, so these hormones can increase your risk of having um, uh, DVT. They can increase your uh, risk of DVT. So it's something to worry about with hormone therapy like uh, HRT and contraceptive pill. Mariana, realistically, how much fat can you take away from the body and transfer to the breast each and how much you usually get to keep? Mariana, great question, because um, that obviously is what a lot of people will be thinking about. Um, let's have fat grafting, flipping out, not having these implants, let's have some fat, take it out of my tummy or my bottom, stick it in my breast, perfect. None of these worries about implants, everyone's happy. The problem with that, Mariana, because we've known about the, uh, the fat grafting for years, for ages, I've done it 10 years, I've been doing fat grafting, but, uh, it's, but your question is valid because you're saying how much can you do? And the volumes are small, um, for me anyway, for me, uh, I would say a big fat graft would be uh, a big volume. Well, first thing I'll say is people who need breast implants or, or want breast implants are often very slim and with small breasts. So you're limited for your donor sites, you're limited to recipient sites for the fat. So you're limited to how much fat you can you can uh, transfer in, in terms of the anatomy of the patient because they're often you know slim. They're not big patients because that's why they want, they want breast implants as a rule. And the sort of volumes you're looking at. So for me, I'm looking at, um, I would say something like, a big, big one would be 50 to 100 cc's per side. 100 will be pushing it, to be honest with you, for a, for a normal breast implant patient, you know, for a normal slim build patient. And 50 to 100 cc's is not big, you know. So if you want 250 cc's, which is not a big implant, you could easily put a 250 cc implant in, plus five operations. You know, 50, you can put a little bit more in, so that's the point about fat graft, you have to, have to repeat it. You can put a little bit more in next time, to be honest with you. But it's it's multiple operations and it's um and it's a big deal and it's expensive you know it's I don't know what it is probably about five thousand pounds it's, it's it's almost as much as breast implants so it's not all it's cracked up to on paper that, that graphic is brilliant but in reality it's like oh when you actually talk to people about it they're all coming out oh great let's have that and, I, and you talk to them and say actually the results are really subtle you might not even not even notice much the first time and the second time you might notice a little bit more you have to show people the before and after photos and say look isn't that good you could look at it's a bit bigger isn't it and they look at the before and after photos and say oh yeah it is a bit bigger and that's never good you know you want people to walk into the clinic and say oh my god i feel great fantastic you don't want them to walk in and say look at the before and after photo isn't it isn't it good but with fat crafting it's often like that it's like really subtle Asking, uh, I can't, I can't uh, uh, translate that. Asking, sorry, don't know what that says. I don't know. Usually, it says translate, isn't it? Tracy, I'm nearly 53 and I'm still on the pill. I've had 11 ops since I was. Well, there you go. Good on you, Tracy. Keep up the good work. Asking, I don't think he speaks Turkish. Love, I don't. Oh, Asking's come back with, <laughs> with another one. Nice one asking, keep going asking, keep saying, uh, comment, welcome comments asking, I uh, welcome comments. 
it's good. I think it's good, isn't it? It's good to get comments, Facebook like that sort of thing. Please comment and share. Any language, we, we accept any language of comments. Um, maybe 53, 11 ops in the last six years. Oh, here we go, They're the same. And still, um, I've never been told to stop taking it. Who wants to be? Yeah, no one. No one, Tracy, yeah. So there you go. I had my surgery down at the hospital group. I recently found out that the surgeon I had had been in the news for botched jobs. He was from Italy and had no insurance in the UK. It was only by chance I've seen this. I have an appointment with you in June as I've had mining for nine years and had cats with contractor and would like replacements. So yes, you can have us for you. Hi, Rebecca, yeah, good on you. Yeah, well, fine, yeah. Great, great, yeah, good. good. Uh, I should be liking them. I should be liking comments, sorry. I don't like them. I do like all the comments, honestly. I like them all. Um, Helen, I went to the hospital group. I had no problems. I was so pleased with them. My surgeon left. There you go. Good, 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 good work. That's good to know. So, um, excellent. Good. Let's like those comments as well. I like all these comments. I've liked that already. So I've liked it twice. There you go. Thanks, Helen. So, you had a good, good time and your surgeon left. And that's good. Um, Right then, Warranty, so warranties of breast implants is the other one. This is the last question. Last question. What ridiculous that thing sticking in my head. Um, so it's a big, it's a big, it's something people don't often ask about. I probably don't ask much about. And to be, to be completely honest with you, it is a bit of a, it's a bit of a, Minefield. It's not that straightforward because sometimes people say, "Oh, my my implants got a lifetime warranty." Now, all the implants we use have got a lifetime warranty, um, but you've got to think, what does a warranty cover? So they've all got a lifetime warranty against uh, failure, so the implant uh, rupturing, and so they've all they've all got that. Um, but you sometimes have to say, send the implant back to the manufacturer and they have to check that it's not been damaged and all this sort of thing, or you know, check that it is a manufacturing fault and things like that. But they've all got a lifetime against, against rupture. Um, but then you've got to look at that there's a lot to it, manufacturer warranty, when you actually get into it. I don't know if you want to get into it. You might not want to get into it, to be honest with you. You might just be happy saying, oh, lifetime warranty, fine. No, you should get into it because you pre pre knowing stuff before is what it's all about explanation is better than revelation you need to know everything before you have surgery and then you can make an informed decision and then you're going to be happy the reason people don't aren't happy is because if you do something and then afterwards you say oh by the way the warranty doesn't cover that then that's what makes people unhappy what makes me unhappy in my life and then what makes everyone unhappy so that's why trying to do everything before you have surgery not that we're painting it black or telling you bad things but you know their fact, so you should know, so you can make a decision whether you have surgery. Because before you have surgery, you can make a decision whether you have surgery or not. Once you've had it, you stuck them, you know, because, oh, but yeah, those warranties don't cover, you know. Right, so they all cover uh, uh, rupture. Now, some give you some money. So they usually, so if they cover rupture, they say, oh, fine, here's this new set of implants. You're like, oh, great, what am I supposed to do then? You know, you've got to find a surgeon to put them in. So you have to pay the surgeon, the hospital fees and all that to put them in. So just giving you money to the implants is okay, but it's like not great. I mean, a set of implants probably costs, um, again, depending on the type. They're probably, I think they're about 400 pounds, give or take, some are 600 each. So that's probably 800 pounds, 1,000 pounds worth of um, 
the surgery, but you know, having a capsulectomy and change of implants is an expensive operation, and you know, it's it's still going to be a big lot of money to pay. So, uh, so they all cover. They all just give you implants. That's fine. Some companies will also cover capsular contracture. So that's something to look at. Do they cover capsular contracture or not? Some don't. So um, if they cover capsular contracture, then that's good because they'll say they're doing it. Um, and then some companies will allow you a size change, one bigger, you know, maybe one one size up or down. Some companies will cover the contralateral breasts. So if you've got a problem with one implant, you might say, well, I want them both changed because I've been there for 15 years or 10 years, and I want them both changed. You're like, well, the warranty only covers that implant, so some will cover the contralateral breast, um, uh, and some will give you money towards the hospital costs um, for a certain period of time. So Polytech for two years will give you money towards hospital costs for a vision surgery. Uh, I think Mentor, I think, will give you money if it's if it's ruptured. I think I'll give you money. Should have researched this before I came on, shouldn't I? Anyway, the problem, the, the point is, it's a bit of a minefield, and there is different nuances to it. So, um, <laughs> does that answer that? I think I will come to you. Oh, thanks, Helen. Yeah, nice to see you. Roxana, go, got to go. See you next week. Love your own. Yep. I don't know if you're saying that to Helen or me, but anyway. Okay, got to, you both got to go. Okay. All right, okay. Great. Yep. Um, I've got a, well, Rebecca, what's your policy slash warranty on capsular contracture? So the policy is, so for the clinic, we will always see you in the clinic. So that's the first thing. You never have to charge, but you, you pay for the first initial consultation, but you don't have to pay for follow-up consultation. So that's fine. You don't have to pay for consultation. So you come back, you're worried, you come back and talk to us, it's fine. If you need surgery, then that's when you've got to think about warranty. So the, the warranty often comes from the hospital and from the implants. So the hospital will, uh, will often, will cover you for between six months and 12 months for complications. So you want to do the cancer contraction, it's not going to come in six to 12 months, two months with you. So it's probably going to come after that. So you, then you're left with the implant warranty. Now, um, probably take two, two years, which is good. But again, capsule contraction is going to be after two years, I expect, um, usually. So uh, then you've got to look at the, uh, I think Mentor and Nagor, I think both cover capsule contraction. But that just means they'll give you the implant. They don't give you money. I think Mentor give you money, but I think it's only for a rupture. I hope I don't get like, What's the word? You know, told off from mentor if I got that wrong. But I, but I, I think if you've got a capsule contracture, Rebecca, um, you may get a free implant if you get use the same make of implants. But you still have to pay for the for the, um, for, the for the hospital costs. And it's expensive business. So oh, so that was yeah. Was that all right? That was that. Um, thanks for visiting. Everyone's had to go. Helen's had to go. Well, Helen's had to go. And they've got things to do. I understand. They're busy people. Totally understand that. Got a life. Um, can't expect them to spend their nights sitting here. Um, I've got I've got a lot to do as well. Obviously, very busy man. So, um, so I'm going to go as well. So that's that. So hope. Yeah. Hope that's helpful, or I hope it wasn't worse. Well, the things I said, I hope I made it helpful and clarify things rather than scaremongering or scaremonger. But um, that's what it is. So, um, 
Yeah, thumbs up. Some thumbs up on the screen, which is good. Not sure how that's happening, but it's good. Um, and I'm gonna check out. So see you next, if you have, oh, if you have it, oh, Dan, Danielle, I sent an email, but not heard of you back yet. Oh, that's terrible, Danielle. Oh, don't. Unless you did it today. Did you do it today? Vilma, when you invent advanced payment, when you invent advanced payment, I will do the full tummy tuck instead to do finance to pay after surgery. It was nice to do the opposite, pay monthly, and after finish pay, you do surgery. When you invent advanced payment, I will do the full tummy tuck. Danielle, I'm sure I've seen your name. I think we have it. Danielle, have you checked your junk? If you email us and we email back, you've got to check your junk. I'm sure I know your name, Danielle. I think we have sent an email back. But it's a while ago I've seen your name. But that looks bad on the live thing, isn't it? Can I somehow hide that comment? Oh, I shouldn't be saying that out loud. No, I'm going to like it. I'm like it. I'm joking. I'm not going to hide it. I'm liking all these comments. Samantha's saying I'm informative. Oh. What? The comment was deleted. Who deleted their comment? Oh. Uh, anyway, Danielle, I'll, please look, look at your junk folder. I will look into it and email me again. Info at steinoplasticsurgery.co.uk. Um, yeah, Vilma, we'll look at inventing the advanced payment and then we can do the full tummy tuck instead of the finance. Adva advanced payment. Yeah, we'll look at that. Helen, how much do you charge for a second option stroke consultation? Well, Helen, it's a hundred pounds, but it's not. Yeah, opinion. It's not. It's. I'm not really doing them anymore, Helen. But the other people at the surgery are, so it's really. Yeah, Daniel, your tattoo. Check your junk, Daniel. Unless it was today, you might have. We should have done it even if it's today, to be honest. But um, I'm going to check my, my junk as well. Um, but Helen, yes, £100, but it will be with Kurum or Kirsten. They're the surgeons that work with me because I'm not seeing new ones, but I'll work with them with Kurum today. So, um, yeah. Right. Oh, so good. Thank you. Um, Lights are going to go off soon. I'm going to be choked out. So I'm going to um, end that here. And thank you all. And I hope that's been helpful. And I will see you next week. Hopefully at the right time next week. I don't know what's going on next week. Uh, but hopefully the right time. And in the week, I hope you have a lovely week. And um, enjoy the rest of the evening. What's left of it. I'm going to end the live video. Night. Yes, I do. End. Have a question not covered in today's show? Then send it over to info at styanoplasticsurgery.co.uk using the hashtag AskJJ. We'd love to hear from you.